0: Welcome, everybody, to Surprisingly Relatable, where we bring you fun and realistic pro tips, knowledge, and hacks you can use for real to build win-win relationships and make work-life balance a reality. My name is Holly Burby, and each week I'll share with you a thought, story, or self-awareness shortcut that will help you to get unstuck, reconnect to your significance and get focused and clear so you can relate to the people you care about the most. I truly believe that if we want to live a life of purpose and passion, it's time we put away the fake nicey-nice and get to the root of how we can actually connect with each other in our homes and communities. That is how we can all succeed and move toward what we each want most. So if you're ready to be surprisingly relatable, and evoke positive change that supports, uplifts, and inspires you and others in the world, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, I have such a nugget, a juicy gem of wisdom for you. I want to share with you today the difference between relating and understanding. I I can't even tell you how many times this comes up in conversation with my private coaching clients or with students who have taken my relationship courses, my communication courses, my corporate leadership trainings. This is something I think people expect and don't know the difference between the two. People expect one relatability or understanding, and they are met with the other, and it can feel so frustrating. So I wanted to take this episode and break down for you, what is each of these things? What does it mean to relate to someone as compared to understand someone? Let's start by talking about what it means to understand someone to begin with, or why would we want to understand another person? Whenever I talk to my clients or Most people about what they want in a relationship with another person of all kinds, professional and personal and family, familial, people say that they want to feel heard and understood and then honored in some way, respected in some way. That tends to be the common thread. Of course, most people, all people want to be loved, but after loved, they want to feel seen, heard, understood. So what does to be understood mean? even mean to begin with understanding comes from cerebral nature it comes from your mind's ability to hear literally the words the person is speaking to the sounds the noises with your eyes to see their body language that is coming toward you as they're talking to you or being in your presence and understanding means that your brain takes this information and reasons with it, makes a conclusion with it. So the process of understanding is very linear. It is not so much heart-centered as it is mind-centered. So for me to understand someone in my life that is very important to me, whether it be in a professional setting or a personal setting, my mind gets to be present to what this person is saying to me and I can ask great questions to get clarity from this person about what they need, what they want, what they are trying to communicate with me, what is the point, what is the purpose, what is the solution, whatever it is that is trying to come through in that communication. But understanding, for me to understand them, actually means that my mind is processing the information and making sense Of it. Essentially, we want to make sure that what that person is saying to me, or what that person you care about or work with is saying to you, is congruent with and lines up with what your brain is receiving in terms of information so when people for example say there is a misunderstanding misunderstandings happen because what one person is saying or doing or trying to communicate that information is being received by the listener completely different they're hearing it a different way now if this is a linear process and you're listening to someone why wouldn't it be so simple that you just understand them because it's linear you hear the words they are saying you are watching the actions that they take or the seeing the inaction the action they are not taking so why is there a lack of understanding to begin with in the first place and the reason that understanding or rather misunderstandings happen is because your mind your brain has so many different filters in place, once it receives that information, that information of what you saw and what you heard goes through all these filters, which is called your interpretation. And those filters came from and come from and are still being developed by life experiences that you have gone through or that you are currently feeling or experiencing. So though it's linear, understanding is linear. That person is saying words, they're acting a certain way, is entering, is putting that data into your mind in a cerebral nature, right? And your mind is processing it. It's going through your filters. And so at the end of the day, once that info's passed through the filters, if you are asked to say back to the person, this is what I'm hearing you say. This is the action I saw you take. Sometimes you're going to nail it on the head, right? And the person is going to say, yep, that is exactly what I mean. That is exactly the action that I took. But more often than not, those filters Shift our interpretation of what the person said and what the person did, or perhaps what their intention was or was not. And your interpretation changes. (laughs) It's like playing a game of telephone where it all happens in your head, right? The message is getting passed from thing to thing to thing, but it's getting convoluted along the way. So your interpretation of things when the person says, Tell me what you're hearing me say. You say to them what you heard. You say to them, this is what I understand based on what you're sharing. And that person, if they're not saying, yes, that's exactly what I meant, they're going to say, no you don't get it <laughs> or if they're going to say something like you weren't listening or they they might say you weren't paying attention or they might feel like what they were communicating to you was very clear to them but it just simply means that somewhere along the line of communication from their actions in their mouth to your witnessing and listening and taking in of the information There's just some data that got mixed up along the way. It passed through your filters and you're interpreting it a different way. So if you have a misunderstanding and there's incongruence and the person says to you, no, that's not at all what I meant. What can you do in that moment? Ask better questions. One of my favorite coaching questions Or just questions in general that i'll even use in my personal life is if someone is explaining something to me and i say back to them what i heard and they say i'm so off base one of my favorite questions to ask then is can you please tell me that in a different way or can you use a different word to describe it or can you give me an example of what you mean And all of those questions have the same intention of seeking to truly understand where this person is coming from. Seeking to truly put together, connect the dots that this person did when they thought of that thing to share with you in the first place. So that is understanding. I think it's safe to say that especially when we are in a corporate environment, an executive environment, when we are in a workplace or a place of business, I think most people will lean on conversation and listening skills with the intention to understand the person, because we're in a more linear environment. We are in a place of making decisions. Things are very black and white, right or left, yes or no. And therefore in our listening, we can get very strict or very focused on listening to understand, right? So what does relating mean? How is relating different from understanding? What we're understanding was a come from that's very much of the mind. Relating has more to do with what you are experiencing in your feelings, your emotions, your heart, perhaps even in your body. And to make sure I had this in a very clear way, when I look up the word relate to see what the definition is, relating to someone means that you feel sympathy with this person. And more importantly, you are identifying with this person. When you relate to someone, it means that you have an experience of a similar feeling to sympathy, identity with, I've been there before. I have been in your shoes. I have walked that path in some way, shape, or form in my life. So it comes from, again, a heart-centered, feeling-centered, emotion-centered place and less about I understand. Now, one has to come before the other. If someone is sharing with you their life experience or something they've gone through at work or something that's really bothering them in the home or in the workplace, the first thing that they are seeking for you to do is understand what they are trying to say. They may be less concerned that you relate or can identify with exactly where they are or what is important to them. But for certain, they definitely want you to understand what they are trying to convey to you. Now, where this can become a slippery slope is because some people, depending on their personality style, some people may value your ability to relate to them more than they will value your ability to understand them. So for some people who really value relationships and understanding humans and how people get along or don't, et cetera, you being able to understand what they're trying to tell you in a linear fashion, as I just illustrated, that's not going to be enough. That person really does want you to be able to add on to that, yeah, not only did I understand what you shared with me, but I also can relate. I can identify it. I can be there with you. I can be there for you. I can feel those feelings. I can have sympathy with it. But unfortunately, that is not realistic. It's not practical to place an expectation on a person from anywhere, your significant other, your employer, your coworker, your child. It is an unrealistic expectation to want the person you are speaking to to always be able to relate to what you're trying to tell them. I think it's fair for us to aim for always having understanding of one another to say i'm hearing what you are saying i'm repeating back to you what i heard and oh that's what you meant fantastic we're on the same page we understand one another but to expect relatability in every moment and i use the word all or every moment literally here That is not practical and it can set us up for a large number of letdowns and disappointments because again, some people feel like their relationship or their business partnership, etc. is only valuable if the other person can relate to them. And if you only will deem a partnership or a relationship or a friendship as successful, Or a good friendship or a good relationship, only if they relate to you all the time, you're going to be let down. You're, You're just simply going to be let down. So that's why this topic is so important. I wanted to share it with you today. There is a difference between understanding someone and relating to someone. It is fair. It's a fair request, I should say, for us to be able to hone our communication skills in such a way that we know that that person can get where I'm coming from, or they can at least understand what I'm trying to say and vice versa. But it's okay if they don't always relate, even if they're trying to, and it doesn't pan out and they never do, it doesn't mean that that partnership or that relationship or that business situation is any less valuable. So I really hope this is supportive to you in some way. Again, make sure you're clear when you're talking to people in a moment at work or in the home or with family, be clear what is important to you in the moment. Can you be cool with, I understand where you're coming from. I may not identify with you. I cannot say I've been in your shoes before, but I at least understand. Can you relate in the same incident No, but there are likely multiple other ways you may be able to relate to this person in your life. That is the premise of my show here too. I want us to be in discovery of ways we are surprisingly relatable with one another, but it's not always going to be the topic or the incident or the emotion that you think it's going to be about. So be cool with understanding one another, that is a great place to start, and then enter that curiosity, seek out places that we can relate and identify and sympathize with one another so that we do bring that heart-centered connection to that friendship, that business deal, because ultimately humans want to experience love. It is hardwired into us and it's important that we do not deny that for ourselves, include it in our life. I appreciate you listening in today and until next time, I'll talk to you next time. Take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode and know of someone else who's passionate about creating authentic relationships with people, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, I'd super appreciate it if you'd take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until next time, show love always in all ways. And may you discover that we're all surprisingly relatable.